jam-packed episode for you guys today. We're going to discuss comedian Chris Rock getting the jab, still getting the virus, still wanting you to get the jab. Why exactly is that? We're going to take a look into the difference between his outlook on pharmaceutical companies in the past versus how he seems to look at them now. Then we're going to talk about rapper Nicki Minaj and how she wants to make an informed decision about her health and the mainstream media weaponizes against her. They're also saying that now the Pfizer jab can be given to children ages 5 through 11, but do they really need that? Then we're going to talk about what some people are calling Biden's remorse, the regret and being remorseful for voting for President Biden. We're going to discuss that and delve into some personal anecdotes that we've observed when it comes to people and their vote for Biden. And then we're going to give you an update on the California governor recall election. We've been kind of keeping you posted about it for the last few weeks. It's over with. Uh, we're going to give you an update on that and why exactly things worked out the way they worked out and what the results were. And then finally, we're going to talk about the Emmys and how a bunch of Hollywood people were all in one room, no masks, and it's completely okay, seemingly, with the mainstream media. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, it's hangingwithabes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. As always, if we talk about something in the episode that you know somebody would be interested in, please share it with them. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or an Apple podcast, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. Uh, jam-packed episode. Um, it actually took several tries to get through that <laughs> intro because yeah. in pre-production, we went over so much material that we were like, oh, wait, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. So obviously, we're not going to make it a Joe Rogan lengthy podcast, a two and a half, three hour podcast. So some of these, top, these topics we're going to kind of get through pretty quick. Others will be a little bit more uh, lengthy and extended, but <clears throat> it is a jam-packed episode. Yep. A lot of the stuff revolves around the jab. So I, we'll kind of cover all the jab stuff like in one bulk. Um, and then... Uh, we will go into the whole uh, Biden's remorse and how people are, are feeling about that. So I think we should kick it off with the governor race yeah. because that's sort of like old news. Um, and it's quick to get through. Gavin Newsom won. Moving on. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> California, you are who I thought you were. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I mean, yeah, not incredibly surprising. Um the hope was nice, though, to be able, you know, the idea to be able to have Larry Elder as as the governor of California. Yeah. Um, but California, like, it's lost, man. Yeah. It's just it's it's lost, and the the fact that Let people voted to keep and continue the status quo. Yeah. That's scary. It really makes me want to go there and talk to people. Like, on the street, get a microphone, get a camera, have them sign release forms, and, like, really get in the head of these people and Keeps display it to the world. Maybe we'll do that one day because I am lost. Like, homelessness, crazy housing prices, yeah. uh, 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 drug addicts everywhere. Like, what exactly... Do you guys Did want? you vote yeah. to keep Gavin Newsom in power for? Yeah, that's that's interesting. It'd be interesting to do that, and then it'd be interesting to to uh, interview some people from Australia. I feel obviously here in America, 
California and the fact that you'll vote for this, like who's voting? I'd like to, I'd like to, and why would you think it's good? Because this is the biggest economy in America and they don't know how to run their shit, you know? Um, and they're like, they're like in the forefront of taking away medical freedoms, individual freedoms, individual rights, and and people are cool with that. Uh, the real estate market, that, uh, it's not even livable over there. Yeah. Like, it's like, so would you guys want a place that's not livable? Is is that, you want to be ran out of town? Is that it? I don't know. So, so it's, it's kind of hard to wrap my head around. And then the fact that there has been kind of a mass exodus, you know, in big cities, right? Los Angeles has had a max exodus. A lot of people have went to like Arizona and Texas. Thing with Texas though, a lot of people I heard a lot of people from California went to Texas and then the election happened and it was like super red. So I feel like the right people left California. They're like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, you why would you leave a place like that and bring those politics with you? Yeah. But apparently it happens because that seems like that seems to be the case with Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Who's moving to Arizona? Who's moving to Texas? It's like, it would be nice to go interview and get on the ground floor to see why people leave. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we know why they're <coughs> leaving. I just yeah. kind of want to know. The questions that I would want to know is the ones that leave and bring the politics with them. Like, why would you think that that's a good idea? <laughs> and then the ones that haven't left and decided to keep Elder, I mean, to keep Newsom and, and not vote for Elder... Um, why? You know, because I, I fully understand the 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 logic and the rationale yeah. of somebody that wanted to oust Newsom. I don't need to talk to those people. I know how you feel. I know where you're coming from. The ones that I would like to get in their head is is the is the the Newsom people. Yeah. And that's why the non disclosure would be great because then you could basically like ask them, Okay, how much do you get paid? What is your more like all that stuff just to gather yeah and then and then like really like get into like well what how does this benefit you and and we could get some answers that way we could better understand because sometimes too is like yeah we look at it from a logical perspective but what are we not seeing you know or what what is i don't understand this so but you know like i said and actually even when we were went to the trip to florida with uh, big vince um you had you had even said like uh, yeah, the recall. I don't even think that that's going to be a thing. And then all of a sudden, it was a thing. And it's like, damn, they really, California Republicans really proved us wrong because I didn't think so either. And the fact that they took it this far does mean something. Yeah, you know, like it does mean like there's a big enough market for those type of Republicans to be able to push for that. You know, yeah. the thing is is you brought up a good point a, f- a few episodes ago. Like, Gavin Newsom seems like the guy that would definitely, ex- like, go for revenge and vengeance. And- oh, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. I, the the based people of California, I, I just, I feel bad for them. And <laughs> if you can, just get out of there. I mean, I know that's, like, way easier said than done. But that it's just, it's going to be bad. Like, like, probably double as bad. Yeah. Because... You, you definitely see like the type of guy that that he is and um I think though there there's a little bit to learn about where we are in the political atmosphere from California for instance the LA Times put out an article right after Newsom won where where it's funny because Newsom wins and we know the results that night. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it's like oh, it doesn't. You know, <coughs> we know, but I'm sure if Elder won, we'd still be counting. We still wouldn't know. Um, Makes but, sense. But, <laughs> um, but but anyway, the L.A. Times they put an article out the very next day, and it says it, it was titled something along the lines of how Trump is still causing. Is still losing elections for the right, essentially yeah. something like that. And it's a pretty disingenuous article in the sense that one, let's recognize and realize that it was a long shot to begin with. Yeah. So Trump or no Trump, 
we don't really know like what effects he had on this election and the reason why they're saying that he had an effect to begin with is because Larry Elder is a very Trump-like politician in terms of not so much how he operates, but in in, in his policies, what he believes in. But then you look into the, out of the people that voted to recall Newsom, and out of the, the, the people that they picked to replace Newsom, Elder won out of those people, like light years ahead of them. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Really, like, it, it wasn't even the second runner-up. Like, it, it, it was, I think, Elder had him by almost a million votes. Damn. So, so my point is, I don't know if what they're saying is completely accurate because we already know that the turnout for Republicans wasn't great in California. But also, when we were talking about it before, you pointed out that even the turnout for Democrats wasn't like all that great. It wasn't presidential election level turnout. Yeah. But if Elder, out of all those other people that were replacing, that could have replaced Gavin Newsom, if he was so much ahead, that means that out of the people that are voting the on the right side of the spectrum, they yeah. are the ones that are rocking with Trump-like policies. So yeah. it does really make you wonder what the atmosphere is around the nation when it comes to like the establishment Republicans like Liz Cheney and, and, and Mitt Romney and stuff. Because in these other places, if in California, a Trump-like candidate is way ahead of everybody, yeah. what are the results and the ramifications going to be around the nation when it comes to the 2022 midterms? Because yeah. you have like, does does Elder being so far ahead of the competition on the right wing, or out of, uh, the people that could have possibly replaced Newsom, is that an indicator of uh, Liz Cheney getting ousted? Yeah, you know, like no. it, it, that's what I'm trying to get at. Well, that's the thing. Like, on one hand, like you said, you have people saying, "Oh, Trump is costing elections." No, Trump. What what's happening is. Trump it took hijacked the Republican Party and made it his. And so well why? Or and, or did he really hijack it or did he just speak to what people have been wanting all along? Well yeah, yeah, because cuz hijack yeah. sort of sort of insinuates that it's like hijack insinuates like what Biden did. Yeah. To the people that, which we're going to get into that later, to the people that vote, like, he kind of hijacked that shit. But the way the Republicans treated the Republican voter was such, like, it, it was like a, like a, what, what would be like a good analogy? They treated, they're just a soft ass bitch. Like, no, no motherfucker wants to be with a soft ass bitch, right? Like, the, who, what girl would like to be with, like, the soft ass dude that ain't gonna fight no battles? That's what the Republicans. Yeah. That's what the Republican Party was. It's like, oh, they hit me. Oh, don't be mean. Don't be mean. <laughs> and, and then, and then Trump came and started fucking punching motherfuckers. And, and it's like, oh shit, this motherfucker defends himself. Yeah. I can defend myself too. And so in that regard is how I mean it. Like, but yeah, you're right. It, probably a better selection of word because it's like this guy came and f- and filled. He was the first guy to come and be like, listen, no, fuck you. And that's important because people were feeling disheartened, like in the Republican Party, yeah. like and, and year by year, you know, when Mitt Romney went against Obama, I, we've talked about this so many times, like. You let a guy like Biden say they're going to put you back in chains and you're cool with that shit. You're cool. You're buddy-buddy. Like, nah, dude. Like, you called me a fucking racist, man. I'm a Mormon. Leave me alone. Yeah, when, like, I never displayed any such notion. Yeah, that's that's severe. Like, if someone calls me a racist, that's... What are you talking about? So you're just going to call anybody a racist. You know what I mean? No. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. And... We shouldn't even debate because, like, all you're going to say is throw names at me and, and, and accusations of shit that you have no basis on. Yeah. So how can you even respect that? But then you see Romney, buddy-buddy with the left. 
Well, that means you're an establishment figure. That's what th that means. And that means that the Republican Party had no identity. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's that's the thing. And then for as much shit that we talked about, the left not having an identity, all they did, they were just fucking, it was all smoke and mirrors. Because yeah. now we know what the Biden presidency is. And it ain't the Clinton left. It's the progressive left. Yeah, big time. And, you know, like... Even more progressive than what Obama displayed. Oh, yeah. Shit. He makes Obama look halfway of a decent man. <laughs> so it's like, damn. So so that's the scary part is, like, you see the left more, more or less getting their agenda done. Yeah. You know, in, in eight months. At the same time, though... If if elections are actually a thing, maybe to a, to a fault because like the shit that we're seeing in in these past nine ten months, nine months, uh, going out to ten months is not gonna bode you well in the primaries. And so you can't even pass your Build Back Better bill. That's how terrible you are and how cocky you are. That like it might be a good thing because it's like these guys they're on their high horse thinking oh I'm gonna get this and I'm gonna get 2022 is just around the corner and, and I, I'm starting to wonder if maybe that's why there was so much pushback in the Senate out of the the 3.5 trillion dollar bill as far as the pathway to immigration for illegals like now you're starting to see some pushback. Because the primaries are around the corner. The primaries start like at the beginning of next year, and mm -hmm. then in, in November of 2022 is is the the general primary, yeah. the general midterm elections. You're starting to wonder if like now a lot of these people they're worried about getting primaried out because you really like there's so much to point to. Like if you're a, you're a Trump like candidate. To the to the rhinos, yeah. there's so much you could point at. Be like, look at what these motherfuckers caused, and essentially they're complicit in everything that Biden has done. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, man, you you really have blood on your hands, literally. Yeah. So now, so now you wonder, like, what exactly that's going to look like. So it's just uh, it's just interesting how the California recall election although it turned out the way that we pretty much expected it to turn out still there's a story being told behind the curtain and we wonder how that story is going to develop you know going into the next year yeah most important thing is it happened in california yeah you know that's that's, that's where, the big thing yeah. yeah that's where you're like oh shit in California, this happened. Uh, I don't know. That what does it? What what happens in Arizona or what happens in in Ohio, which went red? Like, do people just be like, "Oh, this is so terrible. We're gonna go super red this time around." Yeah, and that's where the the shit trickles down into the nation. Like California, that's a lost cause because because it makes you wonder. Like, if things get like that greasy, and and we see you know a, a crazy red wave i'm talking the house and the senate now after the the things that biden has done coupled with the way they treated trump does biden get impeached you know what i'm saying like what like mm -hmm. what what happens and so it really makes you wonder and and we've touched on this before the way that the biden presidency is operating it's either they 100% are, are totally incompetent and stupid or what they're doing is purposeful and intentional and like what they know they can lose or, or, or what's really going on. Because the way that the way that things are looking is like you're so aggressive and you're so progressive. I mean, and coupled with the way that you treated Trump is like what makes you think that if 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 you have a red house and a red senate what makes you think that they won't impeach you yeah it'll be interesting going into 2022 because even even you know how recently Mitch McConnell came on and said oh well we're not going to impeach Biden uh you handle that at at the you know at the voting booth one that could have been a motherfucker just saying something because like part of me I still believe that he says things that like he doesn't really mean because he's trying to like pass the time because 
you don't the last thing you want is these motherfuckers to think that you're going after them it's kind of like you're playing possum in a way yeah it's like all right yeah no no we're not gonna impeach you no 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 like so but even if even if he does believe that like what he said or even if he's he's accurate in that if the national attitude on the right wing is that we want this motherfucker impeached and they have the majority they're gonna get you the fuck out of the way yeah yeah so it, it just it, it uh it makes you wonder um moving on so uh they're saying now that uh uh kids could get the jab 5 through 11 um i just want to bring up some numbers uh we're not going to get like super into this just because um we talk about it every goddamn week yeah <laughs> but i will say i just want to bring up the numbers and it's just interesting how much people uh fear like the ones that think that this is a good idea the the level of fear that they're that they're living in so these are uh the the virus uh population fatality ratios and it, the data was collected from January 1st of 2020 to September 11th of 2021 so i'm going to go through how many per age and how many uh, total in the population and how many have died from the virus. And I'm going to go from ages 5 through 11. So age 5, there's uh, over 4 million 5-year-olds in the nation. Only 11 have died from the virus. Age 6, there's over 4 million 6-year-olds. Only 8 have died from the virus. Age 7, over 4 million 7-year-olds. Only 13 have died from the virus. Eight-year-olds, also over 4 million. Only 13 have died. Nine-year-olds, over 4 million. Only 14 have died. Ten-year-olds, over 4 million. Only nine have died. 11-year-olds, over 4 million. Only 11 have died. Altogether, not even 100 in in that age bracket. Um... That's crazy. Why, why jab them? You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just not that dire. Comparing not to the risk, close. yeah, not even close. Cause, yeah, because uh, I forget what this was called. There was a doctor talking. Well, of course, it got banned from YouTube. Uh, talking about like there was a. Uh, I don't remember the the condition that it swells up uh, children's organs. Mm-hmm. There's been enough, you know concern about that and, and like observations about that were like Ugh, I don't know and then actually in in the potential uh, you know things that could go wrong with the vaccine that's actually one of the things that they do say now of oh, and, course and, and I would like to note that that those numbers are from the CDC yeah so, these aren't made up or yeah <laughs> and uh, what's funny is Again, you guys have to remember something. You cannot sue these companies. So that's your child. And yeah. so if your child suffers from something 5, 10, 15 years from now. Or immediate. It's yeah. possible that it happens immediately. Yeah. You're you're screwed. You don't have any say. There's nothing that you can do about that. And so to me, that's why it's important that when you have a child, you have a say in your child's health care. You, you are the parent. You are the guardian. The child is not the government's kid. He, you know, this isn't a, a the state owns your child. And so these are battles that while you might, so many people don't care about thinking that deep into it because they have to go pay bills, they have to go work. Remember, these battles determine whether that is your child or the state's child, you know? Or and furthermore, this is just the children, but like the people that oh, I took the the jab because the I, the the job I, I, I they required it. But is that a good enough reason for you to get the jab? If you didn't no. want to get the jab, yeah, you absolutely know? not. And so these battles have to be fought because the thing is, if everyone just says yeah, well then, all right, cool. For the future, we know that these people are sheep, and these yeah. people will do what we say. And so these battles just, are very important. Just scare them enough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Lawyer up. 
know your laws, even if it seems like it could be a losing battle. Like, just the fact that you're fighting back, you know? Earlier on Jake Tapper, I was watching it. Uh, I'm not an avid watcher of CNN or Jake Tapper, but I happen to have it on, and they were they were talking about this particular situation where, you know, it's now being recommended to give the jab to 5 and a, through 11-year-olds, and Jake Tapper asks a doctor from Brown University uh, if she thinks that it's a good idea to mandate this. And she's like, yeah, once it's a FDA approved for that this age bracket, yeah, I 100% think that it should be mandated. Based off of what, though? Because we just pulled up the numbers and we just talked about the numbers. What is going on in your mind that you think that this is a legitimate thing to give these children this 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 jab when it's not anything near dire? No, no, it's not. Of course, any death, you know, is a sad death. But the thing is, is like if but, it but was in a high enough number, look yeah. at the numbers, though. Yeah. Like it, out of millions of kids, you know. A few, a few died from a virus that is dangerous. Like the flu is a dangerous virus that could get you real sick. I remember when my brother had the flu when he was younger. Terrible fever, like we're to the point where like dude was not there. Oh no! Well, the also in in there if if you see not in those particular numbers, but in uh, people bringing up uh, uh, other numbers correlated with that, they were talking about how way more kids die of the flu. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, okay, well, there you go. But we're not going to take drastic measures on the flu because we know that it's a virus. And, you know, that is... So I I feel like sometimes we forget that we're part of, you know, like nature. And viruses do happen. People do die. As tragic as it is, you don't want anyone to die, but this is just the way life works. But... We could look at the numbers of car accidents. We could look at the numbers of, of people that die by, by gun violence in Chicago. We could People die every day. Whether you... Well I, well, I don't know if you saw that recent statistic. And this is in Chicago. Jesus. More kids have been shot than have got... Than have died from, from the... From, from the virus? The, from the virus. And there you go. It's like, well, what are we going to not let anyone come out? Uh, lockdowns, too much gun violence. This is a pandemic. Too many bullets are straight. But, that, but the, isn't that interesting? It's like there, you have so many measures for <clears throat> for this virus that yeah. you can't see or do anything about it, and it's out there. And then something that you can take measures against is just oh, we don't even we look the other way on. Yeah, it. just your everyday uh, kid getting shot in Chicago. Nothing to see here, folks. But hey. The virus is around, and it will get you. We're going to lock everyone down. Mass mandates, vaccine mandates, you can't work, and uh, yeah, fuck you. Crazy. You belong to us. Um, So Nicki Minaj, um, the media, they turned against her. Um, did you see the the whole thing with with Joy Reid and is like her yeah. her whole segment on that? What, what was your take on that? I I saw bits and pieces. So so a little backstory: oh, Joy Reid from MSNBC, awful, 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 awful. Like really, like if Don Lemon and Brian Stelter, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, if Don Lemon and Brian Stelter fucked, and like, and then and and had a baby, and fuck, <laughs> and and uh oh uh, shit, who else is so bad? Uh, Jesus, it's hard, it's hard. Uh, oh, okay, if Don Lemon and Brian Stelter fucked, and then like, uh, they gave it up C- for adoption. C- Chris Cuomo, and. Jesus, there's so many bad journalists. I'm trying to like just pick out the worst ones. And like Morning Joe fucked and had a baby and then those two babies met. <laughs> you would get Joy Reid. <laughs> but no, if she's I hope aw- you guys understand. She's she's awful. Um um and um in in her segment uh 
she she really brought Nicki Minaj into it because Nicki Minaj, all Nicki Minaj said on Twitter was yeah. that she was hesitant because she knows somebody, uh, her cousin in, Trin- in, in Trinidad has a friend who got the jab and I guess his balls got swollen and like he's impotent and, and all of this stuff. It's like, yeah, we're talking about Nicki Minaj cousin's friend's balls. Um, <laughs> but but the, Joy Reid brought that up and and she's like she gave this whole uh, virtue signaling monologue about sister I love you I love hip hop you have 22 million followers and, and you are wrong for having a platform that big and not wanting our people to get to, to, to protect themselves and this and that like first off it's not her responsibility yeah for like like this is how these people think though like like all they all they believe in is like if in the influence of others versus believing in in every individual doing their individual independent research yeah. and having their own individual thought process which Nikki, that's all she said, by the way. Let's not forget that that's exactly what she said. She yeah. didn't say, don't take the virus no, or don't take the jab. Yeah, she didn't say anything like that. Yeah. All she said was something along the lines of that she's hesitant um, because of what I said, that, that her cousin's friend's balls got swollen and he's getting married and now the wife wants to call off the marriage because his dick don't work. Not exactly in those words, but but essentially, and Joy Reid, had a field day and made a whole monologue of of Nicki Minaj. For what exactly? I don't know because even in that tweet, Nicki Minaj closes it by saying, "Everybody, do your own research. Pray on it. Yeah, pray on it and do your own research. Yeah. Which I don't see anything wrong with that. That she, sounds sound. That's a that's, sound. That's uh, very sound. She started doxing journalists. That's very sound and yeah. very reasonable. Like, like <laughs> you know. Every 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 man for himself type thing, and everybody should individually research and make the best decision for yourself. The mainstream media like weaponized against her, yeah. and I I think there's several reasons why the mainstream media didn't weaponized work. against her. Um, yeah. you think for for one reason, I think like what Tucker said, like you know she brought up God. They don't like that, yeah. And then they also don't like the idea of people thinking independently. But beyond all of that, I think what really, really irked them is when she tweeted, Nicki Minaj tweeted the clip of Tucker defending her. I think that's what really blew them out of the water. Yeah. That's what I really like, fuck. Yeah. Because now they're looking at it like, fuck, that's 22 million people. Well, potentially, not everybody was looking at, at, at her. Not all of those 22 million people were looking at her tweets at the same time. But that's 22 million people that could potentially see and be exposed to Tucker. Because, let's be real, we're talking demographics here. Nicki Minaj's audience is probably not very privy to who Tucker is and what Tucker is about. Yeah, and, and and to me, what, what what's funny is um, you're picking on a rapper. Like, and the one thing that I have noticed about her, I'm not a fan. I don't really listen to her music. Don't care to. Not my cup of tea. This doesn't mean that I think she's a horrible person. This just means I don't like her music. But one thing I have noticed about her, she's pretty vocal about whatever the fuck it is that she feels. Yeah. So... Not quite Kanye Westish, but has have, I've I've seen little sprinkles of it, and uh, so I, you know, when Cardi B was coming up, I kind of noticed that they kind of wanted that shit to those two to clash. Yeah, Cardi B being kind of being kind of like the more ignorant, trashy of, of of the two because she just says whatever the fuck it is is ignorant as fuck and and totally uninformed. Yeah, most uninformed. And one thing with Nikki, I have... She said stuff before that was kind of more right-leaning, which made me think, oh, wow, she she's more of a business woman type, so mm-hmm. she looks at it from a logical perspective. So you're going after her with 20 million followers, and everyone knows that her followers are, like, dead, just standing on her. You fucked up because then she started doxing journalists that were asking her questions and like I guess we're turning it around on her. 
Well, and then weren't they like threatening her family in Trinidad yeah. and and all type of shit? Like, what kind of journalists are these? Yeah. So 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 yeah, you're gonna get docs. This is a rapper. You chose to fight a rapper, like a real rapper. You guys have to remember. Rap now is very watered down in the sense of like back in the NWA days when motherfuckers were getting, you know, mail by the FBI saying we're gonna fucking destroy you. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, in in a way, hip hop rap became so mainstream it lost its its bravado. Yeah, bravado, big time. And so every so often you will get those people that they still have that. And yeah, she's one of them. Kanye is another one. Um, and you do get these people. I mean, you're not, you're gonna see them less and less, but you're still gonna see these people who have their platform. They don't give a fuck. Stop fucking with these people because they will turn it around on you. Yeah, and, and and you see this like when Ice Cube, even though Ice Cube didn't say, "Oh, I, I fucks with Trump," he kept it real. He's like, "Listen, I gave my formula on on like uh, what I think we should focus on when it comes to Black America." The Republicans decided to go with it. Not all of it, but they did. The left, they said, no, nah, no thanks. That's pretty honest. Yeah. You know? And again, he's not a Trump fan. Does, definitely does not like Trump, but you're seeing people who keep it real, at least, even if you don't agree with them, they'll say what it is. And so, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy she took that that approach. I'm happy that she retweeted Tucker Carlson. I'm happy that she's not backing down. Because I wouldn't either. If I'm not, I, mean, I don't give a fuck about... Listen, if 10 of these pe- 10 million of these people say, "All right, we're not fucking with you, Nick," cuz it's all right, cool. Did you see uh uh what who was it? uh Michael Eric Dyson on Joy Reid? Uh he was interviewed ab- about it. Oh my god. What a goofy simp. He was like he was like, "Well, let me just I, I don't know, he's very loquacious. He's like, "Let me just start off this interview by saying that uh, I love me some Joy Reid. Joy Reid is the Nicki Minaj of journalism, but I, I see the facial, <laughs> the, your facial expressions right now. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, also, we need to, we need to remember that through all of this, we are celebrating our black sisters because I, uh, we love our black sisters and we will defend our black sisters and we love hip hop and all of this and. And, and and Tucker Carlson, he don't care nothing about no about no hip hop. Well, okay, I, I bet you he doesn't. But what the fuck does that have to do with what we're talking about? All these motherfuckers have to go off of is like, oh, his skin color isn't like us. Oh, he doesn't eat the same food as us. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't listen to the same music as us. Okay, but we're talking about a particular yeah. issue. If you want to talk about whose taste in music is better, yeah, I would probably rock with Michael Eric Dyson. I I would imagine I would rock with his taste in music yeah. more than I would rock with Tucker Carlson's taste in music. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that, Michael Eric Dyson. Yeah. We're here to talk about what Nicki Minaj said in regards to the jab. You and I had an awesome talk about Tupac with a pastor. Yeah. And to me, it's like real is real, regardless of whatever the fuck. So we could have been like, oh, he's a pastor. He don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Or we could have been like, hey, that's actually really well-rounded that and, you and know not, about. And, and not just like like uh, not just uh, uh, a cookie cutter hollow conversation no, this is about deep. Tupac. Thug life. Like, like exactly. We talked about the philosophy of thug life. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I like me some Tupac. Not like a Kamala yeah. Harris ass <laughs> fucking. I uh, also used to smoke weed. Yeah. But then I gave my uh, life to the uh, Lord. Uh, or Hillary Clinton. I always carry my <coughs> hot sauce. Like, like, what the fuck? No, it wasn't. It was a guy that he he was like, you know, he talked about growing up listening to it what his interpretation of thug life is and like we were breaking the shit down into a whole philosophy elaborate very very so yeah a hundred percent it's like i have nothing in common with ben shapiro and and mind you this was what was he was uh he was uh he's australian right yeah he's australian australian like who the fuck would have ever thought we would have this conversation but you know what it's not about what's the differences but what 
like real recognized real. And also you don't you don't I don't limit somebody to their color. Yeah. Like for all you know, like we cause the reality is even even I was just guilty of it. I was like I would bet that I like I would rock with Michael Eric Dyson's taste in music more than than uh than than uh than Tucker Carlson. And that's probably the case, but you don't we know. really don't know. Yeah. Like Tucker Carlson might be like the biggest Jay Z. You don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But my point is, you would never know if you continuously limit people to whatever you think they ought to be limited to their color or how they dress or the, you know the, the their race or culture, creed, background, whatever the case. No, like you get the the totality of a person based off of talking to them and hearing them out on individual yeah. subjects because yeah like i said i'll probably rock more with michael eric dyson on the subject of music yeah but i definitely rock more with tucker carlson on the subject of politics you you know what i'm saying yeah that's life that's life and you get take bits and pieces from everybody you know and you learn that way but you're you're still yourself and you're like, okay, well, this is my pizza. This is how my pizza looks. It's a it's a well it's a well rounded real world approach and observation. And somebody who used to have that well rounded real world approach based off the world around them was Chris Rock. But I don't know if he has that anymore. Yeah. Because Jesus. the guy puts out that he's jabbed, he gets the virus still recommends that people get the jab. I don't know. I wonder, like, I feel like the old Chris Rock would have approached that differently. And the reason why I think the old Chris Rock would have approached that differently is based off of this clip that I'm about to play from one of his stand-ups in which he doesn't seem to have the utmost trust for pharmaceutical companies when it comes to how they're handling and treating AIDS. Let's hear this. That's right, we got AIDS out there. You think they're gonna cure AIDS? No. They can't even cure athletes' foot. They ain't curing AIDS. Shit. They ain't never cured AIDS. They ain't never cured AIDS. <laughs> Don't even think about that shit. They ain't cured AIDS because ain't no money in the cure. The money's in the medicine. That's how you get paid on the cut back. Sounds like it's a vastly different person. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a well-rounded person in that in that monologue or in that uh, comedy bit. Now, not so much. So in pre-production, you and I, we were talking about what happens with some of these guys. It's like... What happens to men as they get older? What, what happens? Well, yeah, you, you seem to have a little bit of a theory about that you want to talk about that yeah i just feel like the older men turn they're more willing to like i guess agree with the status quo even if the status quo doesn't make too much sense i feel like uh and i wish i i wish i had that clip by tupac that i was telling you about 
where he kind of says says the same thing. He's talking about black men, but he's like, by twenty five, you have to like be on on some like on your shit because if not, you'll just assimilate to like the 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 status quo to society to what they think it is that you're supposed to be, and it's like, I feel. You should never lose that. You should never lose that just because you're older. What is it? Like, I guess to me, the question is, is it is it because you're older and you're just kind of a little bit more scared, a little bit more weary? What does it have to do? Like, what with with the, the juxtaposition, like just opposing young Chris Rock. Yeah. Just fucking flying with it, being real with it. Uh, making very good points while being funny. Yeah, yeah, and and and, and uh, as opposed to now, like you just got jabbed, you still got the virus, and then you go the extra step and say, "Oh, y'all need to get jabbed." At what point do you not remember who you were or who you or who you said you were? And even if you you're not thinking about who you were in the past, look at the logic of what you're saying now. You essentially you're saying I took some shit, it doesn't work, but you should take it too. Yeah. That sounds like a joke. So maybe we're wrong. Maybe he was being sarcastic because yeah. like if you think about it, that sounds like like some sort of fucked up joke. It's like, yeah, I took some shit, it don't work. Yeah. But you should take it too. Like what what really is the mindset behind what you're saying or is that like a, a way to curve being canceled because it's just like oh well the more i show that i'm on this side the less likely i am to be canceled in a world of 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 cancel culture like what exactly is it? Is it fear? You know. So you do you feel that a lot of this stuff that a lot of Hollywood people say and do is more so based on leaving their imprint and and their legacy more than actually being real? Because yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I I, I think the at least from what they display, I don't think the I think I don't think the vast majority of them are real. And so, like, I'll kind of tie that into something else we were going to talk about. It's like the 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 Emmys and like all those celebrities, yeah, being being maskless. And you saw the 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 when we were watching it earlier that little joke or an attempt at a joke that Seth Rogen did about why are we in this room? It has a ceiling. There's no masks. I didn't know that there was like. It's like okay, dude. Like this, it's it's not funny. It's not it's not working. Like what you're what you're trying to do, but and they're all laughing. That's the that's the thing. That's what makes it almost like like some like it's it's almost demonic. Like yeah, because it's like they're laughing at you. You're watching them. They're laughing at you. Yeah, they're doing exactly what you just what they sell to you. Yeah, what they're telling you to do seriously yeah. and adamantly do and make your kids wear a fucking mask and all of this stuff, they're not doing. They're all in tables sitting together not giving a fuck about any of that. But the reason I brought Seth Rogen up in particular is because I think he's a great example of how not real these motherfuckers are. Like, dude... You made how many movies with James Franco? You made uh, the the interview, Pineapple Express, This is the End. They 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 fucked with each other since Freaks and Geeks. Um and I'm sure I'm missing some shit in there yeah. like they 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 rock with each other. This is your boy. Yeah. And the minute that like the political atmosphere starts to go against him because of accusations, not even anything that's proven you don't fuck with dude anymore. And the thing is, either way you're screwed because if you if if oh the the, the disaster artist yeah they work together. On that, that was recent. Yeah. So if the things that they accuse him for, you knew about that, that makes you a shitty person because that means that you'll actually be okay with it as long as people are okay with it. But you don't have a mind for yourself. You don't. Oh, I'm not working with dude because I don't fuck with him. Like yeah. that's weird. 
I don't fuck with that. That's some pedophile shit. I'm out. Right. If that's what if that's what you yeah. really believe. So 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 either way, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit if you accepted that and you were like, all right, well, I guess it's cool. It's Hollywood. And then if if indeed these are just accusations and then you're just like oh well since it's just accusations but i also have a career i need to like remove myself yeah so it's it's kind of like at this point he it's like a a lose-lose for him as far as like uh questioning his character you know what i mean yeah because either or like whoa you should have known like if you're hanging around this motherfucker like that you know like if that made you if that was a point of concern maybe you know, you don't have to be like, because because Hollywood is is you already know Hollywood is a fucked up place. You don't have to be like, oh well, uh, me too his ass. But you could just be like, I'm not working with dude like that. I'm just gonna gonna go gonna go this way and we'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and 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 whatever. If that made you but feel he, uncomfortable, he, he he grandstanded on that shit. Yeah. So now so now if if you knew about that because all of a sudden these stories with with Seth Rogen in it about shit like that. Are part of the accusations, and even like some certain girls said, "Oh, Seth Rogen knew about that," and the production team. So now, if you knew about that, that makes you like a Harvey Weinstein ass motherfucker. And that makes you even more of a snake now. Yeah. Than 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 really just like being on some snake shit to begin with. So, but anything, anything to keep your, I guess, legacy yeah. in Hollywood, because you know they'll take they'll take it all away. But what's funny is at the end of the day, they'll take it away anyway because, like, you guys, and I mean, like, Seth Rogen and Chris Rock, you're not even going to be able to be funny anymore because anything funny now is is controversial. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's when you kill comedy. And comedy, to me, is, again, I I, I always... They're the gatekeepers of, of, I think, society to an extent because... They, the amount of darkness that you have to make funny is what makes a comedian. You know what I mean? Like, all these comedians that are, like, the greatest, they take a lot of unsaid things, you know? Yeah. Things that people observe but don't talk about it or are too shy to talk about it. Or, and, and, and they just go with it fearlessly. And that's that takes a lot of balls. You know, some of the best comedians, all of the best comedians do that, did that. And so, if you truly are a comedian, and you truly love the craft, you would be anti all this shit to begin with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially you, Seth Rogen. Like, of all your material, like your shit was kind of like the realest yeah. when it when it was at its well, peak. Well, and and now, if you notice in all of his recent interviews, all he does is apologize. For, for oh it was a bad joke or this or that it's like oh so you're just you're just trying to survive yeah. like which it just it makes you look kind of pathetic but kind of going back to the the whole Chris Rock thing um yeah I I don't think that a lot of these people like I, I felt differently about Chris Rock I always felt like he was he was realer yeah um and I still would say that he's realer than than Seth Rogan but it's just it's uh it's sad it's a sad journey to see somebody sort of like fall into all of this narrative yeah uh when the evidence is like right in front of you that it's 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 not legit and it does it really does make you wonder as men get older is this something that is just like naturally taking place or is this just kind of like oh well i don't really want to fight these battles are not for me and like what exactly is it is it biological right exactly because jordan peterson had a study before uh that kind of talked about or he didn't have a study he referenced a study and he said that it was like pretty interesting to see like testosterone levels as they go up from young boys to like whenever it stops i forgot what age like uh Jail, oh crime, yeah, and crime, and, yeah. And, and and like men that go to jail is like literally identical. So as it goes down, is that like is 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 it linked to like you not giving a fuck like the like your biology, like your testosterone levels because they're lower? You're like, ah, yeah, I, I want to fight could, back. I, yeah, I could definitely see that being a thing. Um, but then you have so many like soy boys that are 
our age that it makes you wonder well is that really the case because there's a lot of men that that wouldn't bust a grape and and they're young you know yeah so it, 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 it makes you want and they're and they're they're for all of this type of shit yeah, and you have seven-year-old trump 70 year old trumps right exactly talk, t- talking all types of wild shit being fearless and it's like oh shit what yeah exactly so it really does it really does make you wonder um and and like you could see like certain men in there there's almost a look to them not so much the older ones but like the the ones that are our age or a little bit younger or maybe even a little bit older than us when when they're like super soft and left-leaning and just accepting of everything if you noticed a lot of uh, a lot in many cases they're not very well groomed in many cases they're not usually very fit in many cases so there's definitely a correlation with yeah. with these things and so you know obviously like we we haven't studied this and 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 this is all pretty much anecdotal but it's uh it's interesting and i i've observed these things and that's in the real world but then when you see like with certain celebrities that used to be if you want to say red pilled to not be that way anymore you also kind of kind of consider well is it is it like you said to preserve the legacy or is it like something testosterone related is it just strictly survival like you know what is it or is it just like really just being part of like the fucking holly weird shit and is it all we're all on the same shit who knows uh so moving on to the biden's remorse (laughs) uh people uh having biden's remorse obviously I think it's pretty evident why one would have that uh, border crisis, inflation, uh, horrible foreign affairs. The guy <coughs> can't speak. Yeah. Dementia looks like he has dementia. Like just, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I've talked to people recently. You've talked to people recently. People have reached out to us recently, and. Anecdotally, we are observing many people that seem to be having uh, remorse for their vote for the current president. I talk about this shit with like a lot of hubris because fuck it. The motherfuckers were on the same shit with Trump. So I'm like, fuck you. So now I'm going to be the same character, kind of like a parody Mm -hmm. of you. But the thing is, is I have 10 months worth of bullshit that I could point at. And then, or even say stuff like sometimes I'll be like, "Oh, who, who, what type of moron would vote for this guy?" Knowing that the like about six of the people in front of yeah, me, yeah, yeah, that's pretty, that yeah, yeah that, that's pretty care. great to do. Yeah, and it's like, you, and, and then it's crickets. Nobody says. Yeah. nobody has the balls to defend their decision. Yeah, they'll or they'll look down or look away. Like, oh, I'm not gonna be a part of this conversation. Why? Why you were really vocal about Trump? Yeah, and motherfuckers were real cool with engaging. But, like, when I start saying this, this, and that, please explain. Please explain. I want to know the average Biden's IQ level. Someone please give me a study. The average Biden voter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The average Biden voter's IQ. Like, I'll say, uh, I'm going to say why. Because, like, apparently you guys thought you were going to be right. You were wrong. We were right. I have a podcast along with my co-host. And we basically went, you could just go back. There's nothing to hide here. And... Yeah, we said it was going to be a disaster on all fronts. And uh, let's see, 2021, September, we're recording this September 20th. Oh, yeah, we were right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it feels, it, it, it does not feel good, but it feels good. If It doesn't feel good because we don't want this. We, I don't want this type of America, but it also feels good in the sense of like, will you repent for your sins? Will you know where where will you understand why we say the certain things, or are you, or are you just gonna remain stupid? Because if and, and are you when yeah. these next elections come up, are you gonna double down on stupid? Yeah, and and let's not because I hate when people oh these motherfucking right wingers and this this and that. Uh, no, actually, when when I remember when Biden didn't well, actually it's kind of bad for the left, but when Biden said we're not gonna. Uh, pay the student loans because we can't. Yeah. 
you were one of the first ones I was like, yeah, that's a good move. It's kind of fucked up that he lied to people, but that's a good move. We recognize when you do good work. Like, fuck being uh, a Democrat or Republican. If you do good work, I would fuck with it. Even if, if, if I agree with four out of, no, three out of the seven things, I'll be like, all right, well, hey. It's not that bad. It could be worse. Yeah. It could be 10 out of 10. You're horrible. No. Biden is horrible. As horrible as we said he would be, he is. And 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 for, for as an American citizen, you don't want to feel like that about a president. You want him to succeed at, at moving the country forward. So it's not like I'm sitting here adamant waiting for him to fuck up some more. No, I'd uh, rather that not be the case. Exactly. Uh, so I would like to, you know, I put that out there. You know, like I don't want him to, to to fuck things up. I want him to succeed in 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 doing good. It seems impossible. Yeah. And and then now we haven't even touched on the border crisis, but it's like crisis after crisis after crisis. And the thing is, with Trump, it was manufactured crisis after manufactured crisis after manufactured crisis because there really wasn't any crisis. There, there was wasn't. There wasn't. And, 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 I mean, and yeah. there's you have to like follow the logistical trail. Yeah. With Biden, there is a logistical trail. With Trump, it was just the media talking heads saying things. But then, even in the cases where investigations were conducted. Nothing was ever shown. Nothing was ever proven. It was always, oh, and then people wonder, oh, how does he keep getting away with it? Well, he's not getting away with anything. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. Yeah, what 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 Trump's victory meant, and, and actually, even if he ends up just being a four-year president, one thing that he uh, allowed us to see was Game of Thrones isn't too far off on how things work. You can have somebody just wave and say oh I'm the king but you have a slew of people that run the show yeah and so a lot of people you're starting to see that a lot of people that became president might have just been company men that you know, all right, the CIA tells me I have to say this the FBI said I have to say this I'm gonna say yeah. it and, and here comes a guy who they can't control yeah and they feel very uneasy about it yeah I mean it it, 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 it in a way threatens their existence yeah so, so then you start looking at it. Because there's a yeah. lot of comfort in bureaucracy. For those that, like, partake in it, yeah. there's a lot of comfort in it. And, and and that's the thing. Like, when you <coughs> have a guy like Trump that sort of threatens that. Yeah. And, like, the people that are, like, living high on the hog. It's like, oh, yeah, we're good living that DC, that elite DC life. And here comes this guy, and he's telling people, oh, yeah, you don't need this shit. You don't need that shit. These motherfuckers are wrong. They were wrong about this. They were wrong about that. It threatens the lifestyle of a lot of those people. So those people naturally will mobilize against this guy. It's just it. It's just that every time they mobilize, they really didn't have anything, to, any dirt that they, can, that they yeah. were able to utilize. Yeah, and it's like, well... All we, all we could really see is uh, the president isn't really the president. president is just, like, the face of it. And you saw that because, again, Trump. the intelligence agencies did not like Trump. The intelligence agencies, the reason why there was that, uh, uh, what was the dossier, the steel dossier. You have activists in these places. You don't have real people doing real work. You just have people who have lean wherever they're going to lean and, mm -hmm. and move as they're going to move. So then you start looking at, oh, shit. And and, and it's kind of a sad state of affairs because then if that uh, thing with uh, the general... Uh, Millie. Millie. Um, if that's true. I don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's true. But if it is true, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that That's bad. Like, you're over here talking to China about don't worry. Who cares what China thinks? And also... Who in their right mind thinks that Trump is just gonna bomb? And, and what China? what sort of strategy is that to even if Trump was gonna do some shit like that, why would you let the enemy know? Yeah, you know, we're not gonna do anything. And and, do anything. and but again, that's if that's true because Bob Woodward is a fucking liar. Yeah, uh, he's been caught lying several times in his career, and he's a snake. So 
he's a liar and a snake. Like, I, I don't know. Like, as much as I don't rock with Millie, because I've been not rocking with Millie. Yeah. Based off of how the whole Afghanistan played out, based off of the whole white rage thing. Remember, yeah. I would like to know what causes white. What are you talking about, dude? What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> white rage. Ba- so I, I, I've been not rocking with dude, but, but at the same time, we're going to keep it real. Yeah. I feel like Bob, this is some shit Bob Woodward would lie about. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I was watching this, uh, this segment on Fox the other day. I think it was on the five and they were talking about a situation in one of Bob, Bob Woodward's past books in which he says, he he talks about some something that somebody's like last they were on their their deathbed and some last final words that they had and they're how there were like a bunch of CIA people who said that like dude was not even around when this guy died like what the fuck is he so he's 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 a known liar he yeah. lies and like and and think about it like this motherfucker he's trying to sell books like that's yeah. what this is about not only that if this so happens to be true what he's saying. You're a piece of shit for holding it until your book comes out. Yeah. Why wouldn't you like let the world know about this at the time that it happens? So you're just you're just all around. Uh, you're 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 fucking you're you're the Seth Rogen of authors type. <laughs> to, like you're just like all around like fucked up and and snakeish. So like nah. So yeah. If 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 Millie said that shit though. Which it, it seems like very hazy, like if if they really took place or not, and like the media is like kind of stop starting to stop talking about it. Yeah. Um. It, he should be fired. I mean, there's a gang of motherfuckers in the Biden administration that should be fired. Fucking, uh, 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 Blinken. Uh, uh, if this is true, well, Millie should be fired anyway, just off of the white rage shit and how Afghanistan played out. Yeah. Like the. Nobody, nobody's getting fired, and that's no. and and that's what makes you really wonder if Biden is even really in charge. Yeah. Or also another thing that I really think about is Biden might be playing this like a four-year president. Like he might, he might already know that he's not going to run again. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Who knows? Who knows what's really going on? But a lot of things don't really make sense, and uh, the fact that like all, of all of these catastrophes, nobody is like held accountable or answering for them uh it's it's very arrogant but and and so now we got to understand like what's the reason of their arrogance is it sheer stupidity it's because they think that they can't lose is it because they know they can't lose what is it really um but that's our episode for this week thank you guys so much for listening the show continues to grow because you guys keep listening so keep on listening Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.